Spitfire Save the Matches is an unmatched group of great minds who don't always think alike, and that's okay. Seeing our differences and working through them allows us to grow and thrive as a collective. We got co-hosts in the building. Y'all co-hosts, introduce yourselves. Hey world, it's Bunny Hop. Um, th- I just want to say thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. It's an honor. Um, I'm looking forward to see what the show brings tonight. Yes. yes. And I'm Sunshine. And I just pop in from time to time and uh, sit in with to <laughs> see who we have. And when I heard this guy's music, I'm like, oh, I gotta be in. I gotta be here tonight. Sure. Absolute fire. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show. Honored Lucher. Yes. Okay, I'm just, I gotta dive right in. From the very first song, your music. Oh my God, the, the, the choice of music that you use to rhyme over is so, so dope. And I, cause I, I'm a lover of old school music. So, what made you choose this style of music? Uh, I've been making uh, beats for a, ever since I could I could write rhymes because I was never like you know generally cats that can spit are usually part of like a cool crowd you know like because you know other musicians and beat makers and excuse me most MCs know beat makers and like I was part of a very quiet neighborhood where. I had television and my radio, but I didn't have like homies that could make beats. And I wanted to do both at the same time. So I kind of started teaching myself how to make beats. So from as long as I could rhyme, I'd been honing my craft as a beat maker. Um, and I was very specific about what kind of uh, uh, sound I, I wanted to, to spit over because it's so weird. Like even lately, I still get people that heard the album that, you know, beat makers that say, yo, man, I got beats that I think you would sound nice on. And when they send them, I am kind of like, this wouldn't really fit with what I'm doing. It's a dope beat, but I just connect better with something that I've made, you know? Mm. So it, it takes a lot, man. Like it really, really does take a lot. Cause even on like, a, on like, a, and, and I'm not saying this to be like, you know, uh, uh, whatever, but even like on a skill level, sometimes Cats is kind of nice and the level isn't quite where I need it to be. And, you know, it, it sometimes turns out to be a waste of time. Like, uh, uh, for me, it's like, yo, uh, it's an identity thing. You know, the best way to look at it is kind of like clothing. Like, if you've ever been at a friend's house and you didn't bring enough clothes and you end up staying longer than you should, when you put on head to toe, uh, 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 stuff that they've got and you look in the mirror you realize that your clothing are really an expression of your character like your soul no matter how plain they are like if I put on his jacket mm. it's a cool jacket but it might just look better on him than it does on me even if we have like a similar physique because uh, that's why even with like um, curses like you know voodoo and stuff they always say get me something personal of that person's because there's a real identity with with things like that so beats is the same like those beats to answer your question are a representation a representation of like my soul my inner being you know what i mean like 
Yeah. So you put your. Hope that answers your question. So. Yeah, there's just like a a a connection that I established with that joint because sometimes I'm not even sure if you're gonna like it, but I have such a. I hear something in it that I'm not sure everybody will, and I do my best to bring it out uh, with the record. Mm. Mm. Let me ask you, man, uh, about yeah. your name. How did it come <laughs> up, come about? It's got to be a, a story because it's a unique name. So I got I would love to hear a story. Uh, you know, man, it's a classic story of me putting my name into the Wu Tang name generator. Really? No way. Yep. True story. <laughs> True story. And I always tell people, uh, those generators, man, they're tricky. You think if you put it in today and you and you and you see the name, you're like, okay, cool. I'll put it in next week just in case I forget this name. You put it in a week later, it's a different name. Mm. It's a different name. So, you know, I, I was watching an interview with uh, Childish Gambino. And mm. it turns out that's how he came up with that name. And I remember thinking, oh, that's interesting. I was going through like a rebrand. So I was like, yo, let's see what mine would be. Mm. And the first few were kind of too spiritual, like um, <laughs> like Monk of the Guided Ones. And I was like, nope. <laughs> um, there, was one, there, was, there was one that was kind of cool. It was like Fanatical Leopard. Ooh. And I was like, yep, that could work. That could work. And then just before it was time to put it out, uh, I went with Honored Moocher. Because what I'll do is, like, if it doesn't fully make sense to me, like, I'll look it up. Like, the Moocher part was uh, 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 somebody who just takes everything. Like, so if it's the cake, you take all the cake and you don't leave a crumb. Mm. You know, from like an ambitious point of view, like, you know, like we take in everything. So I was like honored moocher. Like, okay, cool. So I just went with it. I just went with it, you know. That's dope. That's interesting. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I, I will say because I was I was like honored moocher and I'm like, how did he come up with this? Because in my yeah. mind, like you said, moocher, I'm like, He's honored about that, but yeah. Oh, so, so you know what it meant, right? Yeah, you know right. what it meant, right? I ain't gonna even lie. I ain't gonna hold you up. I'm like yeah. honored, moocher, yeah. and I'm like okay, and and he's honored about it, right? Then, like you said, so I pushed, you know, um, play, and I listened, and I was like okay, and I was like okay, yo, bunny hop. I was like I can get along with these beats, you know, so. I will Buddy, say that, I'm, but the name did throw me for a loop. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna sample that part right for my next joint, like the the like like maybe a skit like honored and he's honored about that. Yeah. 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 Hey, you can you can send him this clip, right? Yeah. Yeah, we could we could turn that into a short, bro. That'll be word up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be dope. That'd be dope. Okay. That'd be dope. Um. So how did you get into uh, you know doing music? I I read that your your father played a lot of what was it rock and and and, and music and was that part of it or? Um, I don't know. Like, I mean, I, I look at you guys and like you know uh, we're just sort of getting to know each other and I know that for us to be sharing you know our stories on a platform like this, it's kind of like we're all deeply touched by 
by music mm. in a way that's above average for most people. You know what I mean? Yes. And we don't we we don't always express it to people how much we love music. Uh, and what what happened to me was, I found that from a very young age, music used to connect with me on a different level. Like I used to be heavily influenced by melodies, you know. And my dad played a lot of British rock because he was born in the UK, and he did his college there. So British rock and roll was a big thing for him. And then he played a lot of soul music. Uh, like a lot of Al Green type of thing, um, and it wasn't until like Crisscross, and I was like like eight years old, and my brother and I uh, used to just learn the rock, the, uh, the rhymes, and we found that it was like really difficult. Like it's it's it takes doing. That's when you learn to respect MCing. Like yo, mm. it sounds easy when the pros do it, but it takes doing. And then there was like some Cypress Hill that we used to learn, and we were part of like a group of family friends, so we were tight like cousins. And you know, when you're young, it's video games, it's Nintendo, it's Sega, and it's like who's the nicest. So uh, my brother and I left to go live in Ghana, and when we came back, the crew had moved on to to rapping. So it was never a question. It was like, oh, so that's what we're doing now, right? We rapping, okay. But what was cool about it is we didn't all pick the same influences, right? It was like my one homie, like Snoop. Mm. Uh, uh, my 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 brother was deeply into like uh, uh, Mace, right? And I didn't have anybody to pick, and I was like, okay. Uh, coming from Ghana, hip hop was just all about dancing. You know, it was about asking girls to dance with you at like like not the prom, but like. We used to have like whenever the term closes, we'd have these parties where like um, it's like a social and like everybody jams. So hip hop to me at the time was about you know like dancing, like uh, but not like competitive dancing like b boys, but just it was about dancing. It wasn't lyrical just yet. On so the floor. Yeah, exactly. Right. So I didn't know if I was to spit who I was gonna get influenced by, and then uh, my mentor uh, was 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 my cousin. He was heavily on like Wu Tang, right, and mm. uh, specifically Forever, uh, Wu Tang Forever. So like, I went to spend like uh, uh, a summer with him, and he showed me the ropes. Like he showed me the craft. Like it was the most amazing thing I've ever seen to this day. Like he would write a rhyme when he's in the bathroom and come out, and it's done. So another homie of ours would produce a beat tape every week, right? Every week he'd have a beat tape, and my cousin would have a notepad full of bars that he'd been writing whenever he gets a chance at dinner. Before he finishes eating, he's written something, and I remember feeling pretty intimidated about how fast and how dope it was. And I was thinking, does he expect me to write it that fast? Because you know, like it's it's music; it's got to go to the beats. So he'd write all the stuff without the beat, and it was the days of those cassette tapes where the one is play. The other is play and record, mm -hmm. and it's got the mic port, right? So he he'd wait for the house to get real quiet, and he'd put the beat tape in, without having heard it, and he'd say, "Watch this." Then he'd press record, and he'd do like an EP right there, 20, 30 minutes, no mistakes, and you can hear the pages flipping in the tape. And then he he'd label it the month and the date and his name. Wow. And he'd give it to a, a younger kid who'd go like make copies 
and spread it throughout the hood and then it goes to the rest of like the city and i was still too like nervous to get on i was like yo dog i could not like you did that in a week there's a tape every week i was like nah but he was like real strict like what are you doing here then what are you doing here (laughs) and like you know i had to like get my thing together you know and at that point i don't even make beats yet right i don't because they stayed like four hours away from my my crib so when i got back home to really sharpen my sword i had to produce for myself because i didn't have somebody in the hood who made beats that much you know so that's kind of the beginning right that's just me uh figuring out what type of artist i was gonna be you know um so a year later I started making beats and I invited everybody, the crew, to the crib. And I said, we have a month. They used to sleep on the floor. I'd make beats while they were sleeping. It was a lot like Wu-Tang. Like one of them would wake up and be like, yo, play that again. I've got something. Then I'd grab the computer mic. We used to use those. Remember those white computer mics? Those those thin ones? Yeah, with the little curve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how we did it. No sound card, no nothing. No, no pop filter, no wow. EQ and compression. And we were like, yo, spit. And I did like a, a 19 track, like 21 song album. That was my first ever project. Uh, and then we put that out. And I never looked back ever since then. I just started to like get into the craft. And yeah, that's that's how it happened. I like that was one take. So like you did a lot of one takes. You had to. Yeah, yeah bro. Yeah. yeah. In those yeah. days, we didn't know about punchings or nothing. You know, mm. it was like, oh, which, which was a good uh, piece of training. Till you go to like a, a professional studio and the engineers let you know of all the different options that are available to you when, when you're doing it, you know? Wow. Yeah. So dope, bro. That's a dope story, yeah. bro. Yeah, that's, man. That's, that's a true hip-hop story there. That's... Wow. In, in them days, my name was Skulls. You Uh-oh. Know? Um, yeah, like the same guy, the mentor, the guy who showed me the ropes, he was really good at coming up with names. I mean, he named the one homie in the group Mike Beth, and I was like, "Oh, what a dope name!" Mm. Jesus, Mike Beth, like Macbeth, Mike Beth. Uh, he would call <laughs> himself nice. the fifth. It's not bad, right? He would call yeah. himself the fifth element. My brother used to like the name Castro, so he called him Sin Castro. I was Skulls, mm. and you know, you run with that for a while, but because you're from that era. You got to have more than one name. So I started popping up with different names. And for me, names always symbolized where I was at with the craft. So if I if I learned something that I didn't know how to do before, a name change would come up. Man. That's mm. what would happen. So this is the final one. You know, the rest of the world will only know me as Honored Moocher. And I mean, you'll notice I called it the Omidas Journal. That's because... The previous alias was like uh, Professor Omidas. So the Red Mercury is a lot about what the professor was working on. You mm. know, so it's the Professor Omidas journal. So yeah, that's that's how that happened. He might you know, drop I mean, something under that name one day. You know, you know, little yeah, alias. Yeah, yeah. You know, come back under that the alias. Word. You know, word. That would um, be cool. That's how. Uh... What's your boy, the country dude? Clint Clint Black, he's got, what's his name? Chris something or another. He's got an alias. Yeah. And he's like a totally different character. And he releases music under that other alias. A lot of artists do that. A lot of artists yeah. have aliases. Nick, uh, yeah. Missy, um, 
Oh, Mrs. Nikki. Rizza has all Mi- kinds of names. Mr. Mina, especially Nicki Minaj. Oh my gosh, Ooh, she has so Nick many aliases. Yeah, I didn't man. know they still did that. Yeah, all right. All right. yeah, yeah. So, I want to play something, man. What would you What would you say we should play first off this? Uh, mm. Mm. <laughs> it's so video I'm, love. Hey. Considering y'all have heard it, man, I'm cool for requests, y'all, because I I'll know which choose, ones. I'll choose okay. Because there you go. I like labels because I know some people going through this right now. Oh my mm. gosh! I was gonna say that one. Now I think it's the other one is um, my dogs or dogs. Like bad, uh, uh, black gods. What? Wait, bad dog. What? Bad. Gods. Bad gods. Bad, bad gods. gods. Bad gods. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, because that the one labels. Oh, I need some people to hear this song. <laughs> oh, wow. I'll tell I'm going to be story sharing this with some yeah. people who are in the industry because it makes so much sense. Yeah, yeah. yes, yeah. yes. I'll tell you a cool story about that, actually. Okay. Okay. Don't sell your soul. Well, let's play labels. Spitfire Save the Matches, y'all. Let's go. This is a Spitfire Save the Matches exclusive. Unless the money's right, them record labels scammed you. Don't be a dummy twice and don't sign them contracts, kid. Unless the money's right, independent artists are more precise than archers are. Father figure fathers, authors, fathers of the hardest bars. Mama didn't raise a fool, boy. Stay humble as a new boy instead of going to school, boy. The fuck you gonna do, boy? How sick the song is. It's like them Vietnam vets. Flip scripts like Ben Chucks. In and out my armpits, this rap shit's my shit, yo My pen game's the shit, so they calling me the future I'm blockchain and crypto, them record labels scammed you Don't be a dummy twice and don't sign them contracts, kid Unless the money's right, them record labels scammed you Don't be a dummy twice and don't sign them contracts, kid Unless the money's right I spat something so real, it opened up a portal I walked in it, then came out the other side, immortal Vocab was different, my new plans was evil I'm going clap the eagle, show these new cats I'm lethal I'm too black to speak to, you too white to be cool I'm too nice to smile, I put your ass in ICU Oh shit, I'm lost again, like I'm in the dark again Entangled in the web of lies, I've been with Peter Parker's been Them record labels scammed you, don't be a dummy twice And don't sign them contracts, kid, unless the money's right Them record labels scammed you, don't be a dummy twice And don't sign them contracts, kid, unless the money's right See you sell drugs or spit like my new shit's the shit You're embarrassed cause you're new bitch, my new chick, my bitch Order breakfast, room service, lamping at the pool like A movie star who's dancing with the devil in the moonlight The black James Dean and shit Driving out the dealership, flies chicks around me every time I'm on a scene, I'm lit. Always on some next shit, I only smoke the best shit. Documentaries of me you'll never find on Netflix. Them record labels scammed you, don't be a dummy twice and don't sign them contracts, kid. Unless the money's right, them record labels scammed you, don't be a dummy twice and don't sign them contracts, kid. Unless the money's right, see you couldn't turn my volume down, big execs are calling now. Fireballs and fallen angels fell, lighting up the ground. See, I'm like the golden child, feeling like your matic was. I did it. Cause it matters, trying to make it like stomatic was had a buzz. Rappers just a habit, cause I didn't fuck with amateurs. I saw my chance and grabbed it, cause rappers in my DNA, I made it my persona. Kicking shit for listeners like balls of balls, Maradon. Them record labels scammed you, don't be a dummy twice and don't sign them contracts, kid. Unless the money's right, them record labels scammed you, don't be a dummy twice and don't sign them contracts, kid. Unless the money's right. 
even with the half a clip, you know I gotta lock a name in every verse I spit a multi feeling like I'm Dr. Strange, lots of pain clock my rotten brain that I might pop a vein and yeah you say you rapping on the doggy we are not the same, I'm brain dead with the girl giving me lame head I'll pull up on your block with my tape deck playing K-Fed, I'm back at it like crack addicts with bad habits trying to tell boy to your ass fat but you whack damn it, oh my this is golden touch of the ghost writers, no flow like this, oh shit, so right have you questioning what I be? There's no likeness, incomparable, I'm just different, there's no one like this. And so I built my value being independent, that's why they call me God, baby, been ascended. Living essence of ancestors to kids descendants, I'm God body in the flesh with the reaper's presence. We're fanning the flames. Spitfire Save the Matches Radio. Oh, that has a Wu Tang feel. Yes, yes, no doubt. No yes. doubt. I'm so glad you that picked has, that up, man. That definitely has a Wu Tang feel. Yeah. You got Rizzo doing production for you or something? What's up, man? No, that was that was that was actually my 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 partner in crime, my brother. Mm. My brother, man. He made that like that was like my tribute to. The, the awesome impact that Wu-Tang had on me, man. It's like, I'm just showing love, you know? You could be part yeah, of that next boys. generation, that next generation Wu. You know, Wu got so many different groups under them, yeah. man. I mean, wow. Yeah, I, I can see yeah. that. I can see you working with uh, RZA and Meth or... The chef, any one of them. Any the one if of you them. Could, if you yeah. could work with any any one of them, who would you choose? You can only choose one. Oh, it would have to be Jizza. Jizza. Oh, okay. oh wow. Okay. It's a bit unfair to say one because, like, you can get value from all of them. You know, like if it was me. I would use the one to get to the other, 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 <laughs> to get to the other till right. I've done the whole thing, you know, because yeah. Riz, Riz is the plug. I mean, he's the most connected. So intelligently, it would be to start with him just because of what you could accomplish with Bobby because, you know, he produces the joints. So, mm-hmm. but Jizza was the first uh, chamber that I ever studied. Like, he's still my top five of all time, like, lyrically. Wow. You know, yeah. Wow. So... I got some questions from Twitter here. Uh-huh. Uh, this question says, "What sparks your creativity? Makes your wheels makes the wheels in your head start turning." In other words, what gets you going? What gets you motivated to get you to write these rhymes or get in do this music? Um, it's it's a genuine uh, desire uh, uh, to express myself, like. Like I chose this medium because I'm an artist and I chose this medium because this is how I best express myself. So what will happen is I don't write all the time, uh, but then I, then again, I don't go for long spells without writing. So what will happen is even as we're talking now, subconsciously, I'm feeding myself of knowledge and experiences because I don't know anything about you guys and I'm just getting to to vibe with that. And what tends to happen is deep down, my subconscious is like compiling information. And when there's a common theme from experiences I'm drawing, it's time to write. And then, you know, to do that, I, I come into this space and I start jamming and making a beat. 
and then like I, I, I let out what's been on my mind. You know, some people do it on a podcast or mm-hmm. um, they they have random conversations with people they really get along with. But I I I do all of that, but like I put it down, I put it down on on, on a track. You know, that's the deep explanation. But the other thing is, yo man, I rap, yo, so mm-hmm. I can't go for too long without spitting. So mm. one way or the other, I'm gonna I'm gonna get busy. Okay, so in a day and age where you can pretty much put your own music out, mm-hmm. um, and you have things like Kickstarter, and you know different ways of of getting your projects funded, I, I personally don't understand why people still are wanting to sign with labels, especially mm-hmm. with so much having happened in the past with hip hop and people getting screwed <laughs> over. And so listening to your song just made me think of. You know all the people who have been screwed over in the past and like so many people are still doomed to to have that same fate so how since you brought it up you said you had a story about labels but Mm -hmm. how do you feel about labels like would you just prefer to remain an indie art you want to be an indie artist remain an indie artist or how do you feel about labels or and you could tell your story that you said you were gonna just tell me a little more about how kickstarter works so basically with Kickstarter, you you have a project and you mm-hmm. you put out like a bio or like a business plan and you let people know what you're trying to do. And people will literally give you free money. And I mean, it could be anything. I, look, and, and y'all know that the views and opinions expressed here are not those of the staff and management of Spitfire Say the Masters Radio podcast. Let me get that out there. I watched someone get gender reassignment surgery paid for. By crowdfunding, it's called crowdfunding. Oh, and I know so crowdfunding. This person yeah, okay. went on Kickstarter and was like, "I want to have uh, gender reassignment surgery." You know, I went through this or whatever, whatever. And can you help me? And people gave their money. They just kept, you know. And so you see people trying to do records, or if somebody's trying to open a food truck, and yeah. you know, people like to help people. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, if you yeah, have yeah. a good you know you, your background story and you're letting people know what you're trying to do and so when i see people who go and sign with labels and the labels aren't Ooh. really offering them anything yeah. or they're basically like you said you're trying to play them and the contract sucks yeah but then you got some people that are like okay well you might as well get something or whatever you can crowdfund and do your own album yeah great question great question um i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna answer it a number of ways, um, both from my experience as well as, uh, uh, um, you know, today, what I think. I think it's a double-edged sword because I'm doing indie and label. And then having been with a label, I see the pros and cons with that. So this is the thing. Um, when I look at my heroes that are in that don't need a label, what I noticed was that they had the advantage of having fan base label, even if they were getting screwed so when they, they took all those people with beginning they were like to mm. all those people especially um us we didn't really know that they were indie you know because it's not like every time they drop an album you check uh, uh which label they're with now you're just like oh great there's new music and then right. you begin to pick up that oh okay he's pushing it by himself like i remember with pharaoh Monch, uh after desire uh i noticed he had gone because he, he he quotes one of his friends and says, Pharaoh, I told you the last project needed more marketing. 
And I was like, maybe that's because he's doing it by himself. You know, because why would the friend say that to him? It means, okay, now that we're using our own budget, um, this is how we're going to do it. So the other thing is, again, if you've been at a label and you go indie, I think you have a better use, a better knowledge of what to do with your money, like where to spend it. Like, uh, it's like, okay, I'm coming out with a project. How much goes to studio? How much goes to promo? Uh, 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 where am I going to get uh, uh, my revenue from? To, to pay it back you have that knowledge from having been on a label um right. so yeah so if you're starting out and you're going indie i think there's gonna be a lot of mistakes you make if you don't have a mentor telling you don't spend it on this do it on that uh that you're gonna go through that you know um but i think for me I would want the help of a label in specific areas, not the traditional thing. It would be one of those things where when I'm doing what I'm doing on my own, if there's an area I'm really struggling with that I feel a label could really help with, my approach would be I need assistance with this. And then we would discuss the terms on that specific level only. Mm -hmm. uh, that's how I would do it. Because another thing is when you get signed, even if it's with the best labels in the world, uh, you got to understand, like, I was on a label with, with people that had different sound and different uh, 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 advantages. I was the classic nice MC who is kind of private and makes his music in his room. Then there were other guys that had been performing that had a team. Mm -hmm. uh, his DJ was his manager. His uh, uh, stage uh, uh, producer was the same guy that produced his music. His mix engineer was the plug into the label because he was the engineer for the label who had engineered for multiple artists. So he had that wealth of knowledge to contribute to his first project. So if there was something wrong with the money on the contract, he had a bunch of people that could tell him it's good and bad in these ways. I, on the other hand took a long time to sign my contract because I didn't even know what was supposed to be in it, yo. Like, I was like, I wouldn't know if it's a good or bad. I had never even approached uh, an entertainment lawyer to say this is a good contract or bad. Uh, Money-wise, I wasn't even sure how many times you need to see an entertainment lawyer before that contract gets drafted the right way it needs to be, you know? And when, when an advance came up, I wasn't sure of the revenue streams to be able to say, okay, no, cool. I'll take the advance because I'm going to pay it back in this way. You know, when it was time to perform, I didn't have a DJ. So it was like, I don't want to be the guy with a CD uh, saying, yo, can you play the CD? I had to ask <laughs> the guys on the labels DJ and say, yo, dog, can, come on. Can, can you just, you know, bring it in? Yeah. Nothing complicated. Just do some drops. So, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm unapologetic about that because... <laughs> When I got the opportunity, I I wasn't going to say, no, I'm not a good fit because I don't have my shit together yet, you know, because the opportunity would pass. So, you know, it happens that you go in that way. And the people that you bounce ideas around are, you know, uh, your friends who are happy for you that you have this 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 uh, opportunity going in. I think you're also lucky if the, the label you work for are a bunch of good people that mutually just want to uh, 
uh, help you as well as make some money. And there's a lot of transparency. But in my case, that wasn't what it was. They were they were wolves in sheep's clothing. Like, I'll tell you what they did, man. Like, <laughs> I was very open. I told them that I don't know the, the industry yet. And I'm relying on them to show it to me. They were they acted a bit weird about that, but they went on with it. So what they did was they insisted that I record the music in their studio, even though I had my own. I didn't ask questions about that. So by the time the album was done, they basically held it like this and said, right, to get this album from us, you need to pay us for all the studio time you spent recording it. Mm. And then I was like, how much is it an hour? They mentioned an insane number, right? Like 1.5, um, you know, uh, 1500, as you guys would say, an mm. hour. Mm. And I would take an average of, you know, however many hours per song, and when I did the math, I was like, yo, man, I'm not going to afford that. Why didn't you just tell me that to begin with? Mm. Because then I would have had a debate like, no, why don't I just record it by myself? Then it's free and then we can move it. So then they were like, no. And that was just one problem. So I'm not even going to, you know, get into it some more. So you got to understand, like, um, there is music that they had that I had to let go of first and go indie and make something new because you get very attached to your sound and before you can move on to something else you've got to be sure that you're putting you're letting that other music go so that came with a rebrand as well because some of the stuff i said in that album that they had was based on my other alter ego and my new alter ego like i mentioned earlier is always based on something that i learned in in music and the honored mucha symbolized the beginning. That's why now I'm taking everything because I understand what to go for, how to spot wolves in sheep's clothing. I'm ruthless now. I'm coming for anybody's cheek. <laughs> boom, 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 right. boom, 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 you know? Right. So right. um, last thing I'm going to say about it is, is like, I wasn't going to do a song about labels until... Uh, oh, 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 another thing about my process, uh, just to answer the, the last uh, listen, I mean, question from Twitter about what gets me writing rhymes. Lately, you know, it's so beautiful to have podcasts, right? Because so many people share stuff which you would have to be a part of the conversation at the venue. But now because of like, you know, technology, you can just get to know what so many wonderful people and clever people are, are doing and thinking. So lately, it's weird. I'll just listen in on some podcasts and if there's something that they're being touched on that I never looked at in a certain way, it sparks an idea like, oh, I never heard that before. So recently how I did that song, I was sitting here and I, I, on YouTube, I remember Benny the Butcher was talking about his new deal with, with uh, Rock Nation or Jay-Z's label, right? Mm -hmm. And I'd been following Griselda, so I was really interested to hear what Benny had to say about working with Jay. Because again, when you say labels, the thinking for me, and it might just be me, I'm like, okay, for who those guys are, you would think, because Conway got a deal with Shady Records, right? So I was like, okay, you got Eminem and Jay-Z, easily the most successful musicians of all time, and they're still alive, right? And they've got record labels. So I was like, surely... Getting a deal with those guys must be a dream come true, right? Because they have such reputations. The last thing they want is a scandal like they cheated so-and-so. And then Betty the Butcher was talking about how long he's taking to sign the deal. And he said, because the money ain't right. And I was like, no way. You're telling me that Jay would automatically test your business game by offering you less money because it's it's better for his establishment. 
in this day and age with everybody that's been like screwed you still gotta go in with like your your business ninja and be like nah 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 nah, you owe me more so it, it it scared me again because i was like jesus so you really need to to have people that could tell you you can get more money or or they're screwing you in that way so then i was like okay it still isn't safe out there <laughs> right and that's when i was like okay i've got background with 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 this experience and i'm hearing what he's saying and i was like yeah i think i'm going to tell the story so yo like i belong to a few uh, forums of experts where now they even say as a service you know they say if you have a contract and you're thinking of signing it bring it to us and we will tell you if it makes sense wow. so well, I, yeah i've managed to get to that stage and i have to thank technology for that because in in trying to educate myself and empower myself you know they they offer that service and they have a track record that means i can at least go in there armed you know what i mean so yeah that's that's what it is for me with with labels i want to play another you know? song man We'll play another Ooh. song. What you want, Bunny Hop? That your request? We'll play that one. I think it. I think it was number three. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, that's bad no, thoughts. That's bad yeah, number three. Homies. Yeah. See, I, I knew I was bringing something out. <laughs> All right, let's do this. Spitfire save the matches. We'll be back. Oh, Kickstarter. Before we go into that song, mm-hmm. the the group that kicked it off. Was De La Soul? Yeah. De La Soul. They got 400k oh, from. Rest in peace, True Boy. Yeah, yeah. Rest in peace, yes. True Boy, man. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah. I love those dudes, yo. I love De La Soul. Like, yeah. Yeah. if you talk about production and inspiration, yeah. my God, like. Yeah. Mm. That one hurt so bad. The only group in hip hop that never broke up, never had a a, a public feud, beef, yeah. none of that always loved they was always brothers and anytime they dropped the album it was all right we're gonna uh play this track and we'll be back y'all spitfire say the matches y'all y'all niggas from the peru the immortal guard arrived from Jupiter's sun Spawn a beast kid that isn't scared of you and your guns And right before it slaughters you I heard it usually haunts Life would deal the worst of cards like a croupier's thumbs I'm naked like the Terminator in an alley Chasing Sarah Connor, leaving bodies out in Cali In the valley, feel the form Strong, shady like a leprechaun Going greedy, trying to corn Niggas out in Lebanon Future past bars, time travel, NASCARs Crash cars, rap stars, being cast in Asgard Ask God to give us more, banish it Man, I'm sick, handle it Dates of death, I can't predict, I balance it Cancel it, dance a bit, the size of clouds grow Falling out the sky, slower Roswell Hacking in the vibes, yo I'm blowing Royce, though my noise go annoy foes Toys blow, kill a pussy, making sure your boys know Gory when born again, I'm Dorian Check my metachlorians, Anakin Murder with the force again, bored again Staring at the phone, the cycle called again I couldn't caution him, hit his ass and then I tortured him We them boasters on the most wanna posters Still at large, out in the desert Gone like good guys with bad scars, bad guards Who don't ask for prayers, slayers say your prayers We 
them dudes with no reflection in the mirrors. We them boasters on the most wanna posters. Still at large, out in the desert, gone like good guys with bad scars, bad guards. Who don't ask for prayers? Slayers say your prayers. We them dudes with no reflection in the mirrors. Rise, prison, last bit as nobody tried with the even Riddick. Died trying to carry the hostages past the metal doors. Gas pedal horse, cross the shores, rebel cause. I jack propellers, blast for red off. We're metaphors, metamorph, I let them off. They heat seeking dead them all. Love, let us read them all. Never will I settle for your peace talks. I speak fire till your bosses cease fire. My desire to wear the crown until my death. Strong man, I'm Gilgamesh. Fail the tips to kill the king. Hollow tips inside my vest. I'm fortified 24 7 against you, rap. Hate is bodyguarded and fabricated and fabricated. Cages, I can lift the skirt and skip the first two bases. Your honey's basic. She's just been on my case for ages. Well, I'm exhausted and I'm sick and tired of doing Vegas. But she insists as I'm a Neo to a dominatrix. We them boasters on the most wanna posters. Still at large, out in the desert, gone like good guys with bad scars, bad guards who don't ask for prayers. Slayers say your prayers. We them dudes with no reflection in the mirrors. We them boasters on the most wanna posters. Still at large, out in the desert, gone like good guys with bad scars, bad guards who don't ask for prayers. Slayers say your prayers. We them dudes with no reflection in the mirrors. Order a bourbon for the performers before me. The holy order of verses. These beats sort of an oratory, oratory. Trio in the booth, that's the laboratory, laboratory. Neo with the moves faster, slow or the story ought to be. Written on some porcelain pottery from the Orient. Lifted up so all can see properly who the author be. Last letter, that's the right to take it from authority. Cats next to me, left and right, yeah, that's the horror three. Kinship is even kingship. That's how morbidly all the three slice mics audibly. Bite size, no, we eat great white tight jaws. Releasing bite tight claws when the night life calls. Nocturnal, not urban, not quite, what were we? Somewhere in between the dark and light, like penumbra be Without a shadow of a doubt, that's the moral See, higher beings, being higher, that's not a novelty Period. You can definitely feel wow. the whole Wu Tang. Yes. It's like the yes. spirit of Wu Tang is upon wow. you. Period. Like, Bro, seriously. I'm over here like I got my drink in my two step. <laughs> wow. Yes, yes. Doc, you on mute. Yo, shout shout out shout out to Zubs, man. Uh Zubs is the guy. I met when I was at the label. He's a legend here where I'm from. Uh, uh, he's a he's a big inspiration to me. Really cool dude, man. I'm meeting up with him in a couple of days actually to touch base over some time because um, um, because you know you lose relationships and you, and you keep some. And he's one of the guys I'm still really on good terms with. And I was really honored that you know he could he could jump on this project. You know, uh, so the guy who went second, that's Sin Castro. He's the one who produced labels. You know, just to mm. put things into perspective. So. Yeah. Where, where are you God. from again? South Africa, Johannesburg. You should come through. Come through. <laughs> Look, a lot of people are coming there. There's like a resort there. It was in a movie and it was beautiful. And I can't think of the name of it. Mm, <laughs> there's a lot, man. Like, if you guys come through, we're going to keep in touch. Hit me up. I'll give you a grand man. tour. Like, Make that experience yeah, like memorable. I would love man. it. Like, oh, oh yeah, oh, okay. yeah. I would, like if, I would if you check out my IG, if you check out my IG, like I, I posted something just yesterday, last night. That gives you that'll whet your appetite about coming down. Like, if you get a chance, check out my last post. It's like, oh, 
Wow. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But I just want to say. Don't threaten me with a good time, God darn it. That's where I'll pull up on you. <laughs> word, word. <laughs> I just want to um, big up uh, 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 you ladies, uh, Bunny Hop and Sun Goddess, because in my experience, um, I have never been privileged to be around uh, ladies that have the ear that you do. Uh, for 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 hip hop because oh, traditionally you. ladies thank tend you. to like lady records. Like I remember Big Daddy Kane said the only criticism he had for Illmatic was that there were no tracks for ladies. And he was teaching people that generally when you do a love track, um, you're appealing to ladies. So it is rare for me to have ladies appreciate that like real like testosterone yeah, type spitting type right. thing, so I'm imp- yeah. I'm impressed, man. I'm impressed, like yo, right, right, yeah. right. respect. You went on that griminess. Sometimes you know it's about the message. Yeah, you know. Um, at first it was like, okay, the beat caught me, like yeah, okay. And then as I listened more, and then I was like, okay, I'm gonna go back and play this. And I was actually at work and I was telling one of my coworkers, she was like, oh, what you listening to? I was like, oh, here, let me, I started it over just because I wanted to hear it again. I'm like, oh, hold on, let me play it for you. <laughs> so then, and then I'm, she like, well, who is that? I was like, I don't know yet, but I'm going to meet them tonight, okay? I'll let you know more about them tomorrow. <laughs> so it's going to be, it's going to be, you know, a privilege to be able to tell them like, well, girl, yes, and this behind this and this behind that, so. Yeah, so thank you for Word the up. message. Yeah. Even within your skits, um, you know, how yeah. did you come up with the, um, you know, the ideas for your skits? Because I, I liked it a few of those too. Um, it's the message. Yeah, they're, it, taking, it, they're taking it back to like the nineties almost. Yeah, it it the process changes, but like I think most recently, what I do is um, usually it starts with just songs, uh, mm-hmm. and then when you start getting closer to a concept you then go, right, let us deliberately make skits uh, to, to tie everything together. So that's when I start doing research about what I'm calling it. And as I get educated, I start to use stuff that'll fit. I make some beats and skits and, you know, pull it all together. Two of the best artists, um, I feel like, of all time at that were that you could probably, you know, potentially study. Mm-hmm. Ice Cube, Red man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not going to debate that. Especially because Red would do his own. Like he he would be his characters. I remember the one. There was the one where the limo driver assassinates. (laughs) Uh, The I think Chris Rock was in there. Like yeah, Chris Rock was the guy who gets assassinated, and like Mm. um, he's getting all those texts about somebody's going to kill you. Your limo yeah. driver. Mm. And, then, yeah. and, then, and then he gets in the car and then the limo driver pulls out a gun and then shoots him. So Redman mm. used to go all cinematic on you. Yeah. He is so animated though. With his he, mm. he, he acts with his whole body. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah. He does. He does. That's his thing. Yo, how did you uh end up opening up for cannabis and Talib Kwali and how did that come about? Uh over time, you 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 know you have relationships with people that are in promotion or mm. entertainment uh, uh, organizing. So cannabis just basically it was a very underground gig. Mm. A friend of a friend was pushing the thing. So I was like, "Yo, man, let's go meet him." 
then we went to meet him and then I wasn't on the lineup but I kind of insisted that I I just you know want to get up there and and you know do my thing <laughs> they didn't want me to so I just went up there anyway I'd already like paid off the DJ and my joint <laughs> dropped and I just started like I just started doing my thing and then I ended up spending the weekend with him uh and just picking his brain about his process Uh, but the friend I was with, uh, he was a white guy. He was just like so embarrassing because all he did was tell him, admit it. You lost to Eminem. Admit it. Uh, It was so bad. Uh, He was doing that right next to me. So I don't know how cannabis felt about that. Cause I think he might've thought we were in it together. And I was just elbowing this guy like, yo, can't say that to him right there. Yo, seriously. Right. You know, but you know, that was a brief 48 hours. Uh, and then when I got signed, the Talib Kweli, like the cool thing about, again, back to the question of labels. One of the things that's really easy is you don't have to work to get these, these gigs. Like your manager just tells you, you're opening for this person. You're going to be at this audition. Da 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 da. And right. it's just you see these crowds. I mean, that Talib Kweli was close to a hundred thousand people, mm. and wow. I, I I couldn't do that on my own like yet. And I was just like, all they did was get a phone call, and they the label would decide how many of us are going to perform. You know. But again, right? This is the thing that I want to tell people that have never been through this. That's kind of crazy, though. What we never did was ask what the money was like because we didn't get paid for that. So we were just happy to perform. So this is the thing, right? The guy who owns the label does the deal, right? And he negotiates the money. So if he decides that six of us are going to perform, he's taking the entire fee and he's going to decide whether he wants to break us off. And because we're not in the negotiating room, if you say, is this a paying gig? He can say yes or no. You're not going to know the difference because you don't know who he spoke to. And if you start to push this whole thing of, no, you must be making money, then you get blackballed or you get put on the back burner. So, again, like you would need to have a great negotiating game to say, yo, look, unless we're getting paid. And if you say something like, unless I'm getting paid, I'm not going on you're kind of sabotaging yourself because then you miss out on the opportunity to perform. So that's one of the things you experience at a label, man. You know? Yeah, that's crazy. And I appreciate you coming on, man. Like we said, man, anytime you want to come back, man, please stay in touch. I will definitely be in touch with you. And and every time show plays, I'll let you know and and send you everything that I do uh, with this show. Yeah. Please, bro. Please. For sure. Keep, uh, let's keep the connection going, man. As always, shout out to MJ because she she made this happen, you know. Yeah, she's great, man. She's yeah, great. She's like, a, she's uh, I was really glad I I linked up with her. Like, like you know, you were talking about Dela Soul and technology. Um, yeah. There's so much we shouldn't take for granted. Like, where I'm from, we didn't always have fiber, uh, fiber connection. We didn't have that. Fiber like, they yeah. we, wow. you know, we yeah. only got that like ten years ago. So sending information email wise only became as efficient as it is over there like a decade ago. And, you know, Instagram in those days was just a photography app. Yeah. But, you know, COVID was was a nightmare for for everybody. Mm -hmm. And the only positive from COVID that I picked up was certain people who were never available before took their business model online. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you could now get an inbox from somebody 
who does promotion saying, I checked your page out. If you're interested in this, let's work. I mean, that never used to happen, at least from where I'm right. from. Mm -hmm. You couldn't do that with Instagram. And that's kind of what happened with MJ. Like one plug I was using posted something of hers and it turned out she's an award winner, does promo. And I was really interested in getting some good promo for what uh, for this project. Yeah. And I just literally inboxed her politely, told her my story, what I do, and whether she'd be cool. And then we took it from there. It was actually that simple. Wow. Yeah. And I'm I'm really blessed that like like Instagram has worked that way. I don't know. Like I don't really use Twitter that much. Um, but, mm. but these platforms now are a great place to like you know make, make out. All right, man. I appreciate you, bro. Mm -hmm. And much success, man. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me more than yes, anything. It's it's yes. been an honor and a privilege. I'm glad you like the music. Don't forget to go to Bandcamp, yo. Come on now. So you'll see you'll see the sales. You'll see some money right. here in a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Definitely pull up. You know. Dress for yourself, have sex for your health. Tonight you're the shit. You connect with the filth. Eyes wide shut like Kubrick Stanley. Touch my bitch and I act on manly. Y'all can't brand me, fame can't have me. Fake friends here trying to act like family. News on the front page is my picture. If I check WhatsApp, I blue tick the chicks who be fixed in live with addiction. No, and she doesn't have to fit the description. Fix the prescription, check the inscription. Live like a Christian, but spit with conviction. It's do or die. Few survive, bitten on crypto, straight suicide. That fuselage, that new facade, that blue guitar. Smoke new cigars, the coolest cars with the coolest broads. Matt Kuday toss, why do you praise God? See, guys like us don't fly for a living, man. We die for a living, man. We lie for a living, getting high for a living. What if I'm not forgiving? No, it's fly for the women. Step up to your freedom. Yeah, hardest fort knocks in, sick of smallpox, born hot. Keep all your receipts in the door lock. Call cops, never try to bargain in a pawn shop. Autopsy, a showing nigga was a warlock starving. Yeah, Adam Eve to the beads in the garden. Yeah, I don't speak to police when I'm calling. Another beef in the streets, man, it's calling. Yeah, paper chasing's addictive and balling. Got my guns out, my guns out, it's on Gotta get this money, sing my lungs out and leave them in awe Think thoughts of the speed of light, so you'll never find me chilling in the slow lane Holla at me if you want some, baby, I'ma give it to you like I'm in the dope game Guns up, guns out, my money longer than Sean Bradley Ask anybody that's gon' at me, they'll tell you this shit is gon' badly Sadly, lesson is learned, resin is burned Like white skin in Florida, I'm not giving chances of warning ya They call me cause the coroner, reason for that, squeezing your back I need cheese, the easiest mag, believe we strapped Test me, he be in the seat, taking the deepest of naps Sebastian the crab, half of the cash, stashed in the bag Pound of the hash, make my eyes low, you pass me the track Just note that <laughs> Sir, Spitfire, say the matches one more time, man, before we let you get out of here and get some rest, man. <laughs> what is your social media one last time? 
Uh, it's honored mooch, honored underscore moocher on Instagram, uh, Facebook. It's Facebook slash honored moocher. Uh, Bandcamp. It's honored moocher. Red Mercury. Um, yeah, those those are the the platforms I mainly use. If you want to get a hold of me for something else, um, just hit, hit me up at honoredmoocher at gmail dot com. So honoredmoocher at gmail dot com. Easy, right. easy, right. lemon squeezy. Right. One last thing I wanted to say: anything that you're working on that you need support with, you know, hit me up, include me in your email list because we got to keep it flowing like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. on principle, on general principle, like I'm, right. I'm for real. Like, even if it's not your best work, but you need the support, I believe we have to do that because that's how it'll get you to the next level. You know what I'm saying? Sure, Because sure. that's one of the things I respect the most Thank about you. like Jewish people. Like they do that. You know, sure you know, you know, you know, you know, my dad said something to me that broke my heart. He's like, where, where we're from as black people, he's like, if you come out, if you have a party, people will come, they'll show love. If you open a restaurant, everybody says, who does he think he is? And then they don't go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas like, you know, Jewish people, they will keep that money circling in that community the whole time mm. on principle. Mm-hmm. You know, they work together. So I'm saying we should do they the say, same thing. They say black dollar stays in the community. What is it? Six minutes? <laughs> it's like something crazy. No, it, that's that's real. They, they, they. And like you said, in other communities, that money will circulate over and over amongst their people. But our money immediately flies out. Yeah. 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 All righty, man. I appreciate you, man. Yeah, hey, I appreciate you guys, man. Thank you for having me. All right, you man. know. Honored Thank you for you. having You're me. You're happy about that. Like... <laughs> <laughs> what am I going to do? All right, man. Yeah. <laughs> they say, what do they say? They say, give a dog a bad name and hang him. No. Hey. That's what no. they say. Give a dog a bad name and hang him. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Well spoken for. All right, man. Well, all right, everybody. Night. All right. All yeah, right, I'll try. I'll try to get some sleep. Yeah, man. All, all right, right, so yeah, for yeah. sure. For some right. rest, man. Yeah. Salute. All right, yo. All right. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Man. Bye. Salute. Good night. Spitfire family, what's going down? Our water is deadly. Has everybody got their water? Right. Who's water? Up. Just, I just got to say, I love his album. Like, his music is so dope. Y'all know, as soon as, from the very first little, the first chord, I was like, I looked at Doug, I was like, oh, I like this. He hadn't even said a word yet. I just heard the music, and was, I was, like, all in already. Okay, yeah, I'm yeah, going to be, I like his I'm vibe. Gonna, I'm going to be honest, I wasn't sold at first. I wasn't okay. sold, I wasn't sold at first, and, I, and I'm like, okay, wait a minute. And I'm like, okay, let me go to the next one. Then by the time I got to the number three, I'm like, oh, okay. Which made me go through and listen a little bit more. So now yep. it's like, it'll make me go back and maybe revisit, you know, I may have missed something. But well, you about to be on one of the songs like, okay. now. I was like, I could, right. I was like, okay, yeah, I could. But, you know, I was like, I could go with this. But yeah. And then a lot of times, once you get a chance to sit and talk with somebody, like it gives you a different perspective. And you know the story. Like like I said, the whole name, the whole name threw me off. I mean, it threw me off. Me too. I said, 
honored moocher. I'm like, so he's out here mooching and he's happy about that. Like, right. you know, that was my thing. So, and you know, it's like, you know, they say like, don't, you're not supposed to judge a book by its cover. Mm. But at that moment, I mean, I judged that man off of his name. Spitfire Save the Matches is an unmatched group of great minds who don't always think alike, and that's okay. Seeing our differences and working through them allows us to grow and thrive as a collective. Uh, yes, yes.